There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. Talking about henna, henna, Aiko, Aiko, Ande, Jagamo, Fino, Anane, Jagamo, Finane. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Oh, girl. It's girl. the Las Culturistas podcast, and we are back after a long break. Yeah, um, a long break that was um, brought about for many reasons. Yeah, Bowen's been in Fire Island and prioritizing that for the last three months. Wow. <laughs> that is said in such an accusatory tone. Was it pointed? Hmm. Pointed, honey. Oh, okay. I could. I don't know. Well, Matt, what have you been up to? Um, oof. <laughs> I've been. Well, I've been sick for a long time. Same. I've just been coughing and coughing and coughing, and I. It's like I thought it was allergies, but now I think I'm really sick. Do you want to get that checked out? Or? Um. It, well, do I have health insurance? It's unclear. So maybe we'll pose this to to the viewers at home. Guys, does the Matt, viewers, the viewers, the listeners, does Matt have health insurance? Here's why I don't think I do, because nothing's happened. I haven't received my like card in the mail. Oh. I did turn 26, and you know, first of all, I just want to say to everybody, any parent that tells you you're on my health insurance until the end of your 26th year, that is not the right information. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually distinctly the wrong information you're on it until the end of your birth month when you turn 26 just know that because it really messed things up for me kind of because i got really sick with strep throat before this trip to europe this is bizarre i've had strep throat and tonsillitis twice this year sometimes they get mixed up Mm. well 
Well, and the reason I don't think I have health insurance is because a card hasn't come, and like they're not taking the money from me. I think I have to call them and pay every month. Is that the way it works? I don't know. I don't know why they don't do a direct deposit thing. Um, anyway, I've been sick. Well, anyway, we're, we've both been sick. We've both been traveling, but we're so happy to be back in New York, back in the studio, and we're here with our very esteemed guest. Yes. I mean, the credits just, they come rolling down. They come it's, rolling this down. Is, she's in Pop Roulette with Bowen and I, our musical sketch comedy group. She hosts Theme Party at UCB. She's a member of the sketch comedy Power Group, OSFUG. Shout out to them. And, you know, she writes for a little sketch comedy show you might have heard called Saturday Night Live. Yeah. um, Just, like, good credits. You we know? forget her name. Who are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm your best friend since college, Sudi Green. It's oh my Sudi God, Green! Sudi Green. Yeah, now I remember. And I'm never sick. <laughs> I really don't. You don't get sick very I often. I don't get sick because I'm of mixed stock. Yeah, because um, my true. mom is Persian and my dad is white. I got a white daddy. Yeah, and um, I think that means that um, I got immunities from both sides, and yeah, I'm never sure. sick. I got sick. One time this year, and it was like what kind of sick barely. was it? It was like a like ear, a, like a ear throat drainage thing. But girl, uh-huh. I got me some ricolas and some echinacea. Yeah. I knocked that shit out. Do girl, you, natural you, remedies. Yes, girl. Yes, because even though I do have health insurance, thank you, Riders Guild. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just showed up in the mail one day. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I'm waiting to. for it. I just don't know what the situation is, and it gives me so much anxiety to call any like institution and ask what the deal is literally i could not think of a person that would besides i'm gonna name drop besides amanda i feel like <laughs> you are the only person that i would be like oh they can't handle getting health insurance <laughs> no they can't. Right. i don't i can't and i probably could have a conversation with amanda about it matt can barely like turn things into pdfs no it's really actually that's a real thing <laughs> For so for such a long time, I thought I thought my computer doesn't make PDFs. Oh man! But that was Lo just because I'm behold. very stupid. Yeah. Matt, have you changed computers since <laughs> the time there was a long period in your life where your laptop was riddled with porn viruses? First like- of all, that is hearsay. <laughs> we don't know that it was porn viruses. We know that there were viruses on the computer. We don't know that it was porn viruses. It was but- actually from ripping from YouTube. It was, uh, it. Got it was it, got me it. It was rip- ripping porn from no. the internet. <laughs> I was actually, I was ripping. I did a one-man show a couple years ago, and I was ripping videos of dumb pageant girl answers yeah. to put and in a compilation. And you know what the virus is on most computers? A one-man show. Yeah. Wow. That's the virus in our society. <laughs> it's, it's really true. It's like you do the classic. But I loved both of yours. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sudi. Maybe someday they'll see the day, light of day again. God, that sucks. I've been thinking about trying to resurrect. It's a hard process, it's though. It's so hard. Doing doing. Really, any show is hard that you peruse yourself, but doing a show just you is hard. Sudi, didn't you talk about doing a solo show one time? Oh, yeah. I was going to do... Hot. Oh, yeah. I'm like still maybe going to do that. I don't know. I My life said. is constantly in flux. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many ideas, and then they just go away in the wind. I know. Speaking of um, flux, we we have to ask our guests, um, what culture shapes yes. them. Okay, so what, what we do on here on Las Culturistas, our listeners know this, we will ask our guests, our special guests, our esteemed guests, what culture they feel shaped them. Like, for example, when you were coming up and growing up, what do you think were the things that influenced you to now be the Sudi that you are today? Yes. Oh my God, this is such a good question. It's hard. 
And are you talking about like certain artists or are you talking about like an era? Any and all, even go with your instinct. Like, what do you like? For example, we asked David Mazzoni this and he like started talking about his like childhood. He started talking about growing up in Rhode Island. And then we asked like Josh and Aaron. So that's a bad example. No, 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 no. So David (laughs) did it wrong. Okay. So people we've called out in this episode, (laughs) is this inside uh, baseball? Amanda, you know who you are. And David Mazzoni. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you are on blast. Um, I'm just saying there's no wrong way to answer the question and there's no wrong way to live your life. <laughs> I think I'm going to just like go with my instinct. Go, baby. Um, and say that the culture that influenced me was like when the Lord of the Rings movies came out. Mm. Oh my gee. Yeah, I that mean, was yeah. a beautiful moment for my life. Yes, I mean, I actually, uh, again, because I'm dumb, can't watch them, can't understand them. Oh, yeah, because you think they're too long. Well, I do think that they're long. Well, they are long because they're epic. Well, right. So what about them is so great? It's just the story, the vast storytelling? I just think, like, when I think about, like, kind of, like, a cultural moment that Mm -hmm. happened that, like, stays with me, it was, like, those movies coming out. Like, I was, and I was so excited for them and I don't, I, I think it was just because my dad was so excited. Oh, that's cute. And everything to me is, and I mean, like, I liked, I read the books. Mm-hmm. Beforehand. I read the books beforehand. Well, I think I read The Hobbit and The Fellowship beforehand. And then, like, as the movies came out, I finished the other two. But um, Shots Fired did not enjoy reading. Wow. Um, they're, I, they're dry I reads. I did it. Yeah. I mean, I really like The Hobbit because it's for dum-dums. Right, right, right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um. But like the other books, I didn't enjoy. But like I'm, I'm a you know, Bishy a nerd. And Bishy she had nerd. to. She was not about to be talking about how much she loved Lord of the Rings without reading those books. Yeah, sure. of course. Girl, girl. Um. When Game of Thrones the show first premiered, I remember Sudi was sort of anti. No, she was like, you were blasting through all the books, though, right? Oh, yeah. Well, but, I done read the books. But, like, she had read the books. And but then, I was anti the show. Anti That's the what show. I'm saying. Oh, and God. I got until it. recently, I only just recently learned that you did start watching Okay, because the show. I only just recently started watching. So what happened yeah. was Game of Thrones was coming out. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, caveat, I come from a family of super nerds. Yeah. And, like, between, like, my sister to some extent, my dad, and really my aunt, who's, like, the Trekkie, like, the mm-hmm. number one Trekkie, mm-hmm. number love one. It, love it. Um, and she also owns a bookstore, so that's like a great cross pollination of like, ooh, what's a cool fantasy? Yeah. So when that was, when the show was kind of about to come out, but when people were discovering Game of Thrones, I started reading it. I blasted through all of them. Like, I think I read like Storm of Swords in an airport in like maybe two days. And my mom like yelled at me. She was like, you're not talking to us. And I was like, I'm reading Game of Thrones. Oh my God. <laughs> this is like in college. My parents would have been like, thrilled. It was college. It was in college. And then when the books came out, <laughs> they would have been thrilled if I was no. reading instead of talking my fucking. Well, ass you know, off. my mom works in a library, and she's like, "Why you not read Jane Austen? Oh. All of this." <laughs> no, she she doesn't care. But um, so and then when the books came out and things were different, I started getting um. Well, first of all, when the books came out, I was like, "This is boring" because I just read them and I know what happens. And yeah. when Ned Stark, spoiler alert. First season when Ned Stark dies and everybody's freaking out. I was like, "Bitch, I don't know." Then Ned Stark died. So then everybody that was surprised, I automatically just like thought less of. Right. And then (laughs) yes, I mean me too. Actually, without even, I'm like, so so. Why are you surprised about knowing that the Starks get killed? It's like you you say you're a super fan of the show, but you didn't know every scene of in Game of Thrones is 
is this person going to die or are they going to narrowly escape death? Mm. Those are the stakes. Either they are done now or they're, they just are not done by like, <laughs> by chance. Like who's going to show up? What magic thing's going to happen? Like the dragons are like the ultimate trump card. Right. Yeah. And what oh, really got me like scared was really that they were changing things and I knew eventually the seasons were going to surpass the books and then I wasn't going to know what was truth and what wasn't truth. So you had to watch. So then I got, well, first I was mad because I was like, no, like, the the show isn't right because you know this butterfly effect and like this thing yeah, happens yeah, and yeah. that thing happens but then it had been a while since i had read the books and i was like actually at snl and like um dinklage was on and it was like so cool and fun and i started thinking about game of thrones again and mm-hmm. i had like seen some episodes and then i started watching not this season but the season before and now i'm caught up on this season and then i think i'm gonna go back because i realize that every episode of game of thrones is a tiny lord of the rings oh wow you, well you know what okay so you know what stayed with me when you first started reading the books and i was like oh like what's the appeal to you and you were like for high fantasy worlds or just for any book that like builds a fully realized world where like everything in it is like self-contained and and true and like just feels real like that's what that's why you love reading oh yeah and that's yeah that applies to like lord of the rings and harry potter and like totally and that's why i felt that way about harry potter because i'm on a fourth grade reading level (laughs) yeah but (laughs) open your eyes to reading it it definitely is your favorite book still rob lowe's biography (laughs) well it's up there but also can i tell you something i have (laughs) not i'm gonna quote matt sorry before you go this is this is a direct quote from matt I've only ever read nine books in my entire L. In my entire L. I have. In my whole L, I've only read like nine. <laughs> Living for your L. And it's like all the comedy lady memoirs. Okay. Well, I mean, which yeah, are good. you have to. I mean, that's yeah, a good educa- have you read Kathy Griffin's memoir? Not yet. Okay, that's my favorite comedy So there's memoir. a couple that I have not done. I have not read Kathy Griffin's and I have not read Mindy Kaling's. I've not read Ellen's. But I, ha- I you have oh, Ellen's. I haven't read Ellen's either. I don't really count Ellen as a comedian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, after yeah, she, I was like, no, your history. No, she, you have to know your she history. She paved the way, honey. She did something shitty, and now I don't like Ellen anymore. What shitty Wait, thing? She do? Because okay, hear me out. Oh, girl, she. Do you remember Matthew Fox from Lost? Yes. <laughs> This is so mad. No, but yeah, he's the main guy. He played Jack on Lost. No, and I he didn't was like remember, a, but now I do. He was like a big television actor, you know, intermittently in the way that Terry Hatcher is. Like yeah, he'll yeah, be yeah. on a huge show and then disappear. And are they dead? Right, right. And right. then they're they're <laughs> yeah. they're back ten years later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> that is Terry Hatcher. That is Terry Hatcher. Like, where is she now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Um, God bless. God bless. So Matthew Fox post Lost. Mm-hmm. There started to become rumors about him that I think the show and like ABC had kept under the under the bridge, I guess, that he was abusive towards women. Yes, I remember. So that. he was arrested or like some faced something because a bus driver alleged yeah. that he punched her in her breast. Yes. And Dominic Monaghan, who plays Charlie, was on Twitter and he might be a little Twitter crazy. But he responded to a tweet like, Do you still keep in touch with Matthew? And he said no, he beats women. No thanks. Wow. So he flat out threw that out there. And love it, love Matthew it. Fox got in trouble for doing this. Okay, how so, is Dory involved? So <laughs> Ellen So Ellen has Matthew Fox on the show and he's and she's like, 
can you clear this up? Because we know you and we know this is not you. And I was just like, this is such yeah. bullshit. Ellen is officially like lost all her edge. Like it's totally gone. Mm-hmm. She's just, she's just there to like give people apology platforms and like dance around. Like Bieber. And, like Bieber. And honestly, I don't respect the whole Bieber thing. Yeah. No. Like she perpetuates a lot of the reason why. We still tolerate people like Justin Bieber, and why do we? So no, and I don't really see Ellen like doing that much outside of this talk show. And yeah, that's a sure. Solid I mean, I just, I, mean, I just it don't is actually like I just don't care anymore like, about her. I love Ellen. Like I loves me some Ellen, and I want like her line of like hoodies that have those like cute little <laughs> animals on them. I really want that. Um, but I think that that is a wonderfully specific story yes well i know why you don't enjoy her and and also kanye i'm tired of her giving the giving the the, like sure kanye's music great have him on to perform i'm not i don't want to hear him talk for 10 minutes about how he's mozart i don't care Uh, that's interesting because that is unique to ellen because oprah never really did that either no she didn't and Mm. ellen is not even in the same league as Oprah. No, I'm, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and like yeah. Oprah never had that, did that thing where it's like, okay, well come on my show and like talk to the world. It's just this thing where I don't feel like I have to love Ellen that's, and like no, Neil Patrick yeah. Harris Call anymore just because they came out first. Like I understand now, but like I respect how hard it was. I respect the journey, but like it matters what you do, not what you did. Yeah, like I just, I just like, I don't know. I really hated the Matthew Fox thing. I had a bad taste in my mouth about it because I don't believe that he didn't do these things. You can't just make that shit no, up. No, no, those things always start from something. I have a yeah. question though. Go. Um, out of the two of you, mm-hmm. um, who is the Ellen and who is the Portia? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm Portia. <laughs> really? You're one hundred percent Ellen. I am not Ellen. Wow. Okay. Uh, why do you think that? Why do you think you're Portia? Because I've I have documented struggles like Portia does. Oh, <laughs> and Ellen doesn't have documented struggles. Portia had eating disorders. <gasps> and Ali McBeal. All I I read something that all of those women had, had like eating disorders. Yes, oh my and God, that's that so was sad a memoir. That was a memoir I wanted to read because to bring it all back. Portia's. Portia has a memoir. Jane I forget. Was on that show too. I forget oh. what it's called. I. And um, but Portia did an interview on Ellen, on Oprah, which was one of the best Oprah interviews ever. Wow! And it was it was so emotional. And Oprah says to Portia, El- Oprah says to Portia, like they talk all about the eating disorder. O- Portia is reading excerpts from the book and crying, and it's it's really really powerful. Like she wrote this book. Look it up. She talked about the specifics of what it means to like be bulimic and anorexic and it was really hard. Yeah. So towards the end of it, Oprah mentions that she gets more, she had gotten more hate mail for appearing on the episode of Ellen where Ellen comes out because apparently she's on it as like the therapist. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. She said she got more hate mail for doing that episode of television than anything else she had ever done in her career. And Portia just starts to cry and she says, that really hurts me to hear that. That's and it's, it's just it's just crazy. That's really sad to put them all in the same arena. But all I will say is, I feel that I am Portia. <laughs> I'm Portia, bitch. That is ridiculous. No, I feel like it's like it's, I would want to be Ellen because I would want to be like the power bitch. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, we don't know behind the scenes. I don't want to be Ellen. I don't. I don't want to be Ellen. You can be. I want to be Ellen. I want to be like 
I want to be Ellen and I want to pick where the house is. You know You're what I Ellen. Mean? We're both Portia. Okay. Yeah. All right. Honestly, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. I, I think that that reads, and actually that makes me just think about like all the real power players in Hollywood. Like, <gasps> okay. And let's I go wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be any of them. Like I wouldn't want to be Simon Cowell. That's not a power player. Yes, he is. Oh, not in Hollywood, like in the music industry. I think he's still living in 2004. Well, I'm just saying, all of a sudden, you said the words. Matthew Fox and Simon Cowell. (laughs) You said the words. Okay, you said the words, I want to pick where we live. And it took me back to to that time when my parents and I went to Los Angeles. Oh. So the one time I've ever been to Los Angeles was not for like a career-related thing at all. It was my parents and I went to do like a family vacation with my sister, Chelsea. Yeah. And we ended up doing like a Hollywood Homes tour. And the reason I say that Simon Cowell is a power player in Hollywood is because he had by far the best house. The Iron Man house, that like white house on a cliff, oh, damn. that's Simon oh, Cowell's that's real house. I mean, I'm not denying the fact that the guy is a good jillion. Yeah, right. I'm just saying, he's got powers. Well, I think like, what about like, Angelina like I think sure, I'm, sure who is the power there though because like I feel like Angelina Jolie has like more star power than Brad Pitt Brad. I think it's a bigger deal when Angelina Jolie does something than when Brad Pitt does yeah yeah and Definitely. that's and also and that's I power. mean freaking think about like the career trajectory of Angelina Jolie and now she's like directing movies like in the Sony leaks talking about her and I'm just like I know um Sorry, you hate strong women. I, I could not believe those so many things. I I will not. I won't deny. I read every single. I didn't read. One. Really, I, didn't I, read, I just heard on. about that story. Oh, I read every one I could get my hands on. It was so rich. It was. It, it was, was the WikiLeaks of Hollywood. It it really was, and it was crazy. The Channing Tatum ones were great. The the Channing Tatum ones yeah, were very so funny. funny, very cute. Um, but. Yeah, the Angelina stuff was really bad because they were really talking shit about her. That's so horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, what did I just... Oh, my God. I just saw it on Facebook. Tell me if you guys saw this. Um, This interview with Princess Di. No. That, like, resurfaced. I think one of our friends posted it. No, but it's, it's... I mean, like, it's fascinating because she's kind of being very honest and, like, forthright about, like, how she doesn't think she'll be queen because the power, like, basically, like, the royal family, like, doesn't doesn't like her. Mm-hmm, and yeah. they said, like, why? And she says, it's because I do my own, I do things my own way. And she says, why Why do you think they don't like her? And basically, like, I'm totally butchering no, what yeah. she says. But she says it's it's been the same way with all powerful women and confident women. No, she says strong women, which is, why is she so strong? How did she get that strong? What is she doing? What is she going to do? Mm-hmm. And it's fear. Wow. And it's fear. And I got chills just thinking about it. But I want to know what that real quote is because everybody should look up that. Man, Princess Diana was like the fucking I truth. feel like I don't know that much about her. Me neither. But besides, you know, obviously the horrible thing that happened to her because we were so young when it right, happened. Right, yeah. I remember where so I was. We were so young. <laughs> <laughs> but like just in interviews, I think she did... And it wasn't Barbara Walters. It was someone, though. I watched, like, her last interview, and she just Oof. gets real as fuck about the divorce and about 
raising her like it's it's incredible it'll she be a so really smart. long time too before someone tries to tell that story again because they just made a horrible movie with naomi watts oh about yeah it. she um, does look so much like she does, her, she does like her. but i just it sucks that it which, is so <laughs> which is enough which is enough which we all learned is enough um, you'll find that naomi watts looks like most blonde women yeah <laughs> just like the plainest face when it comes to travel we all have that happy place whether it's the beach ski slopes couples getaway or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. 
build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Sudi, any more culture that was the formative for you that you want to talk about before we move on? Um, I think, uh, like the Madonna Immaculate Collection. Really? I didn't know you were a Madonna. You truly are Michelle Visage. I am! You really are. Who's I, really, you you're know, Michelle. You guys know I retweet Michelle like all the time. She's like, crazy. She tweeted the other She's day, oh my crazy. God, this poutine in like all caps. I was like, retweet. <laughs> She's <laughs> nuts. She thinks water is poison. What are you talking about? I, Janie Stoller, Janie Stoller showed me some tweets where she's like, water, water toxicity is real. And it's like, oh my God. My favorite is Sharon Needles doing her at Snatch Game. Oh yeah. Was- at the limelight. <laughs> <laughs> at the limelight. Really? You're going to go to the limelight? Yeah. It wasn't even that accurate. It was just really funny. It was, it was a good like caricature. A good character. Yeah. Caricature. She didn't win that, did she? No, no, I think that was um. Oh, what's her face? Uh, Stacey Lane Matthews doing Monique oh from Precious. Oh my god, that, that was one. amazing, genius, I, iconic, yeah. <laughs> iconic, iconic. Almost as iconic as um. We just finished watching that season, and it was like such a weak season. Four, you think? No, 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 not four. Three, three was weak. Three was weak. Yeah, three was weak, and I was like. I was like, I really like Alexis Mateo. And then I was like, yeah, but in, when you stack her up with, in any other season, like no. Alexis Mateo is like a B plus. I remember you, Matt Rogers had a whole friggin' week where he was like, I'm Alexis Mateo. I'm Alexis that's Mateo. me. Well, I'm Alyssa Bam! Edwards always and forever. No. I am Alyssa Edwards. I am that debatable? Alyssa, I'm Alyssa. No. No, <laughs> Alyssa is my favorite queen and she has been since the beginning. Alyssa is my the, favorite queen. How the fuck can you live in a world where you are Portia and Alyssa Edwards at the same time. <gasps> I'm that Ellen. Doesn't make any sense? Matt is so angry. Me? Fine. Are you I talking also, to me? No, I talk to all of us because we all claim to be Portia. I'm Portia, and I'm either Alaska or Katya. I or I, Thorgy. I know that I'm not Alyssa Edwards because I'm Trixie. You're not Trixie. Yeah, no I way. Am. You're much better. You're I'm better such, than Trixie. No, Trixie is. Trixie is unreal because I feel like she kind of like this is how I think that I'm similar to Trixie. I think that um, we peaked before our time, and <laughs> this is all untrue. You're Bob. You know why? Because you're smart. You're woke. It's, wow. uh, you're, Sudi's Bob. I think you guys think I'm Bob. Think I think Sudi's I'm Trixie Bob? because I think I'm a big pink mess. <laughs> All right, am I just talking about my pussy? Ooh, la la. Um, but um, also, uh, why? Why does I have a question? Why does everyone universally agree that I'm Jasmine? I don't. Okay, that was like a joke last season when it was like. But she now was, Henry, Jasmine. Henry, my boyfriend says no. says that I'm Jasmine Masters. I don't what? agree with that. I anymore. don't even know who that is. I'm having trouble. Recall. She was. She it, was like, I'm here. H-E-R here I'm here, bitch. She's season seven, and then she was like, and then she got kicked off after the Shakespeare episode. She was horrible. She was so I, honestly, bad. Honestly, no, you're not. She sucks. Who I am think I you're then? Raja. No, you're Alyssa. Am I Raven? I, I think I'm Raven. Guys, it always goes back to Matt being Raven, Raven and me being Jujubee. I think that you're Raven, and I think for Bowen to be any Asian queen is very first thought. 
No, no, I don't think so because Raven and Jujube are very close, and I also feel that Raven, that Jujube and Bowen do share a lot of yeah, characters. It's a lot oh of my the... god, I love Jujube. I love Jujube. Um, <laughs> it's like when I said Bowen was the kid. Her lip sync to um, wait, what which was I stand the... oh, black, black velvet. velvet. Black oh velvet. my god, so amazing. That's one of the best ones. But I mean, like. I just, I think when I think of drag queen, though, I know that my personality doesn't embody Alyssa, but to me, Alyssa is the ultimate queen because she is pageant. Yeah, yeah she's pageant. All-star She too. is comedy, uh-huh. but not now. like giving it to you. Exactly. But she's just funny herself. She's not giving it to you clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is celebrating femininity yeah, every yeah. day. And just today on my Instagram, I saw this picture of her in this like lime green fringe just like with the hand up here yes and i love the star. hair and keeping it tight just and always I watch, just like i watch clips of her for strength i really do no, drag yeah. queens get me through the motherfucking day i will i listen to rupaul when, when i listen to Susie that walk when i need to do something big that day yeah I, Alyssa was on fire island this weekend i wanted to get a picture with her but she was mobbed oh can I tell you like ultimate woke bay victory yeah is that my lovely boyfriend the other day <laughs> Oh, she really came that way? Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Except first she says, okay. And then he re- heard it. And then he said, no, it's wrong. And then he said, oh, oh my God. Come on. Has he been watching? Is that he your influence? Watches, um, he the watches uh, with Trixie, uh, Trixie and Katya with me. He watches them. And That's he loves Trixie. And this season, he only watches like clips that I show yeah, him. Yeah. Um, and this season, he was really down for Acid Betty because... I, mean, I was too. Yeah, I think Acid Betty's like a guy's queen, honestly, because they get it queen. when they see it. Yeah. Because it's, it's so over the top. Because like you can see how dope it is. It's like art. she's basically like it's cool. the special effects makeup of drag. Yeah. That's Except true. it ain't special effects, honey. It ain't CGI, honey. It's real life. He mama. woke. He woke. He woke. All right. Well, um, I guess this episode is sort of loosely dedicated to um a first half of twenty sixteen. So mm-hmm. we're in the second half, we're in H two. Um, six months have gone by six full months some people you know what mistakenly make this call June 1st they're like alright we're halfway through the year it's like yeah, no, you get a nothing. month you get a month left um, no, June is like a big month too a lot happens in a lot June. happened in June this year I have to say you, I know we said we were going to make this about the first half of the year but the first thing that my mind goes to is I know the movie that like I'm just trying to think like what movies have come out the first half of the year mm-hmm. and like all I can think about is shit I haven't seen and I don't want to go see Finding Dory. I saw it. It was it was perfectly fine. I really want to go see it. You know what I really want to go see and I'm going home specifically to see it with my dad what? is Secret Life of Pets because my dad told me that when he saw the Secret Life of Pets he trailer, trailer, he laughed so hard he cried. <laughs> And I said, I want to see that movie, but I want to see you see that movie. Because yeah. I call him, and I think I was even talking about like the lobster. And he goes, you know what movie's going to be amazing? And I was like, oh, what, what, what? Secret Life of Pets. What was he even laughing at specifically? My dad's like sweet spies, like animals that can talk or do things. Oh. Like I Homer gave my bound. dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but like funny. Homer okay. Bound isn't funny. He That's likes, like he loves monkeys. Like I gave him a monkey. It's a pet drama. It's a pet drama. <laughs> I gave him a card with a monkey sticking its um, finger in its nose, but it was clearly Photoshop. And sure. he opens the card for Father's Day, and he laughs so hard that he cried and says, how do they get them to do that? Uh, 
And I didn't have the heart to tell him Photoshop. Actually, no, I did. I screamed, Photoshop! <laughs> and then he crumbled into death. Also, I just, I just, for the last like 30 seconds, I have not been able to stop thinking about like them pitching Homeward Bound. Okay, it's a pet drama. We get Sally Field to voice the cat. There's a great scene at the end where they run and they scream, Hope! Hope! And the hope is the girl's name. I like this, but um, I'm wondering, I'm just brainstorming here about this pet drama. Um, is there also an opportunity for a spinoff where maybe there are babies talking? Maybe Bruce Willis, uh, yeah. Roseanne. Yeah, as, like long as, you, as long as you're able to um, show babies or pets that people would want to fuck. But how would they get the babies to do that? I don't know. Well, let's scrap this idea and move on to the next Batman movie. <laughs> I'm thinking Val Kilmer. <laughs> what has gone on? His face has gotten so much wider. Well, he's just gotten, he's just gained weight. He's just older. Oh, yeah. okay. I okay. don't, you know, like I was just thinking about this, like every time, like it's kind of, it's really actually really freaking sad and it happens more with women, but like every time an older actress, not even older, but like an actress Renee. resurfaces. And they and people talk about like I saw it about Goldie Hawn. They were like, "What happened to Goldie Hawn?" I'm like, "Um, she's her age, and she looks better than yeah. your grandma. That's her age. She looks. She would mop the floor. And also, you know, all of those women that and I don't want to name too many names, but yeah, like no, all those women that not. they talk shit about about like what happened to her. All those women can hold a marble in their pussy. I mean, they are so Pilates tight." <laughs> They it's true. Great. You know who and probably can? look like garbage when I'm that age. You know who looks great for her age? Hillary. She's, oh, she's yeah. Year, she's like years older than Donald she Trump. Does. And Donald Trump looks like a sagging bag of no, flies. She looks great. Hillary looks radiant as ever. Does yoga every day. She looks I, amazing. I, honestly, she does it's, yoga it's every day? It's making chills run up my spine to think about the whole thing because I've got I've been getting so mad on I, and now I'm like not even I'm like fully unleashing on Facebook about oh it. we're if talking I about see, Hillary if I see someone post some like Hillary's a murderer she should be in prison bullshit Ugh. like I just this get so mad this is a so fun mad. time to realize like which of your friends are crazy and don't oh I love it I've been like axing and axing it's like oh my god wow I've known you for six years and now I know you're dumb mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah. it's just not, making I mean, me like, so mad people I used to respect and I'm like, yeah, you're fucking nuts. People it's like fun currently to not respect, respect people. and now I have to like negotiate that. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just, it's just like, I, I don't know. We could talk about this all fucking day and night. I'm just like, it, it's we have two choices, people. That's it. I'm voting that's for Jill No, Jill's I think time. that they're the same. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm, <laughs> I'm voting for Jill's Jill's time. Time. for Gary Johnson. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. No, that's the 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 the. I um, freaking know. Apparently, he's really funny. <laughs> but that's like not president. Oh, I want to have a beer with my president. <laughs> I want a president to have that funny Twitter. Yeah. I want a president that has um, um really got a president. I really have trust to figure is cool. out. I really. I'm a dress cool president. Vote for me. I'm dress cool president. <laughs> so I'm Come a- with different outfits and different laws. I'm a tour guide in New York City, and I work on this bus that passes by the Trump Tower, and so I really Ooh. have to figure out how to make jokes about it. Yeah. And that you Without a offending fun little people. Joke. Well, for a little while, I was just and saying, every like... every fat dad that dragged his kids to New York is oh like, God. I didn't like that gay boy talking about Trump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so not far from the... Did you he can, have freaking so it's in, cracker barrels it's, in this goddamn city? It's... <laughs> 
<laughs> you need to develop that. They just want to go to a restaurant where they can throw their trash on the ground. Yeah. That's all they really want. Or that like, has where's a, the Texas Roadhouse? That has a roll of paper towels, like, on a rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need that. By the way, my restaurant has that. Well, there you go. Dads, tourist dads flock to Brooklyn Crab and Red Hook. Um, but what I'm trying... It's in Columbus. It's in Columbus Circle, the Trump Tower. The Trump Tower that we have. Oh, passed. yeah, yeah, yeah And one. so the, the joke I've been doing lately is, like... Oh, there's Christopher Columbus, the statue. He's facing south. He actually thinks he's facing north. He's not good with direction. <laughs> but, you know, really he's great. actually facing away from the Trump Tower, so he can't see what happened to America. Okay, and he's that's the biggest solid. star. Hey, that's good. I like that. It is pretty good, right? Yeah. And now I've been saying, because I can feel the vibe lately is like not good around the joke. Like oh, Some people God. are like, ha-ha, and they really like it. And other people, they roll their eyes. So lately I've been saying... Oh, there's the statue of Christopher Columbus. He's facing away from the Trump Tower, so he can't have an opinion on it. I mean, that's mm, like right. still pretty good. Still good. Girl, you got to get those tips. Girl. Let that fat dad stick a dollar in your butt. And then <laughs> then we say, um, you know, Donald Trump... Th- yeah, stick it right in my butt, you fat dad. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like something you'd really say on Grinder. <laughs> stick it right on my butt, you fat dad. <laughs> We have have a few friends that probably really talk like that. I probably talk like that. You talk like that? (laughs) Nah, nah. Oh, come on. The dad wouldn't be fat. The dad wouldn't be fat. (laughs) (laughs) Depends. I could go for a... How much money are they offering me to get for them to smell my feet? All right. (laughs) I played this game with a guy one time who just was like, how much? And I was like, no. Oh, God. I'm like, no way. But let me just just see. Let's gauge it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I threw out a number. (laughs) What was the number you threw out? I said, 700. And he goes... That's good. That's like almost rent. That's exactly. I was thinking in terms of like rent He was willing to pay it. And then he goes, too high, uh, 500. And I was like... "Mm, No. No, bye. And then that was like my... I was going to say no no matter what, but I was like, no. Big 500. 500. 500. Do you guys remember that scene in Catch Me If You Can where Leonardo DiCaprio meets that girl that he doesn't know is a prostitute? And she like brings him upstairs and she's like... How much would you pay? Is it Amy oh, Adams? No, no, Amy Adams is the one that he like ends up with. No, she's okay. the cute nurse. Yeah. What a great movie. I feel it's like I've seen that movie. movie so many times. I've only seen it once, but I remember it being I've never seen it. They used to show it on like oh, Encore. Matt, Matt would love it. Matt would really it's like it. It's very good. You would really love okay, it. Okay, there was such a good... I have to shout out this Above Average article that somebody wrote. I don't know who wrote it, but this was so funny. Oh, I think it was Dan funny. Chamberlain. Yeah, was it Chamberlain? Yeah. Okay, I, like... Add it to the list of brilliant things he's fucking done. So, like, it was apparently Calvin Harris Instagrammed a photo of him on, like, a boat with all these, like, women. Like, all these, like, hot women. And the article was, Leonardo DiCaprio to Calvin Harris. Good hustle, but you can fit more pussy on that boat. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't believe. Good hustle. Leo. It also kind of sounds like Joanna Bradley, though. Good oh, hustle. yeah, yeah, that might be Joanna. I want um to, like, live the lifestyle where there's, like, a lot of beautiful women around me, too, but, like, it's not sexual. I know. Like Taylor it's Swift. Just, yeah. But like, even then, like, her 4th of July picks this weekend were horrid because it was all these white blonde girls and then Uzu Aduba is, like, the token. And I was like, Uzu Aduba oh. is in the squad? Yeah. Then the, you know was, it's so freaking, she's just sending out blank texts. Uzo Aduba <laughs> was at the Taylor Swift concert that we went to. Oh, she yeah, came yeah, out, yeah. she walked the runway to style. It was fun, but it was like, uh, wait, Uzo Aduba? Yeah. I mean, I kind of love a celeb fuck fest. Like, bring them all. Bring them all. I, bring them all. <laughs> it was bring crazy. them all. It bring was like, them. Bring Portia. Bring her. It was like, bring and me. now Madeline Albright. <laughs> and it was like, you got the long hair. <laughs> 
clink, bang. And I was just like, who's going to come out next? Nicole Kidman, I think, really came out. Oh, my Nicole Kidman probably did come out. Oh, boy. Sandra fucking Bullock! I mean, if you had the power to summon Sandra Anyone? Bullock, yeah, I would you do would it. use that power at all times. Yeah. I do love Sandra I love Bullock. She's a queen. Can I tell you, I watched Miss Congeniality on a plane recently. Does and it still hold up? It absolutely does not hold up. Really? <laughs> but her performance does. Is I it mean, the whole thing? You told me like the whole thing with Benjamin Bratt is like, some, I'm not gay. It's just I'm like, uh, uh, listen, Michael Caine, I'm not gay. Oh, yeah, And Michael yeah, Caine yeah. is like, oh, yeah. Gay because yeah. I'm British. Yeah. It's the same that. thing. What I am, it's my whole character game. <laughs> Miss Rhode Island. Whoever played Miss Rhode Island is great too. Why I didn't she do anything else? Yeah, yeah she was so was funny. So I funny. love that like trajectory of like in like the early aughts, like before we became like. I'm gonna say it again. Woke. Wow. God, I love this word. Great. Um. Uh. It, where it was like. First of all, like there were no gay people, and then there was like the fashion magazine movie, and then it was like, oh, the gay comedic relief, yeah, and then like everything had a token gay. And now I feel like you have to be really smart about your token gay. Oh yeah, you can because people still exist, but yeah. Yeah. Well, now but the that, token... like, I feel like just happened like the last four years. Oh people yeah, people like, don't realize how that. recently we've become okay with gay people. Yeah. Like, also, I just want to say the best line reading in all of Miss Congeniality is the girl who plays Miss Rhode Island. They're talking about why she can't do a baton twirling dance with um, fire, and, and saying, she goes, "My parents really don't like anything ostentatious, and they really don't like fire." <laughs> 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 oh, so good. Oh Candace Bergen is great in that too. Yeah, oh, Candace Bergen is just great. And William Shatner. William I mean, Shatner. genius. I want both of them more things. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. always down for Billy Shatner. Candace Bergen, you just don't realize how good she is and, so until funny. you until you like become woke. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be Candy Berg woke. Wokeness is she's about like Christine Baranski level of like I just always like you mean take... Christy Brinkley. Yeah. Oh, that's just uh, Sudi. One time I was like talking about Christine Baranski and she was like, "Yeah, that's why Christy Brinkley is so good. Like she just totally." <laughs> no, we were talking about like the Grinch, and I did, and I <laughs> say Grinch. Christy Brinkley. Oh my god, Christy oh Brinkley and the Grinch. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Can we talk about the Grinch, Taylor Momsen? <laughs> That was also that a was formative movie in, yeah. in my culture. I, I think that Jim Carrey that is amazing. Movie. But what will I wear? That movie is line for line, just like line for <laughs> line. Amazing. It's like every single little freaking thing. It's like, good. <laughs> to fax me, press the star key. Yeah. Like, I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> it is a tour de force. It's so good. It's, it's a tour so de force. It's like, a, it's like Robin Williams level. And you mentioned the chick. <laughs> It's Robin Williams level. Also, we can't forget. Where Where are you, Christmas? Written by Mariah Carey. Performed by Faith Faith Hill. Because Mariah Carey was like, I don't want this to compete with my other Christmas money. Can we talk about how Faith Hill is the Terry Hatcher of country music? Gone. (sighs) Iconic haircut, though. Do you remember that? Yeah, I love that haircut. And Martina had it too. They both had that yeah. haircut. But if Terry, ha- if she really is the Terry Hatcher of country, then that means she'll, 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 she'll she's due for a return, a comeback. Or she's already had it. Oh. Aww. There she- was a time where Faith Hill was like the one. Yeah. In yeah. Music. And mm-hmm. what was her husband's name? Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. <laughs> Tim McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate white people. And remember, <laughs> it's country. They're loud. <laughs> Tim McGraw. Um, Taylor's first single was called Tim McGraw. You, but when you think Tim McGraw, I don't know those rest of the words. I remember the first Taylor Swift video I saw, and um, she it was like when she had that really curly hair, and she was like in her princess face. Yeah, and I remember yeah. like thinking in my head, like, "Oh my god, it's the next JoJo." <laughs> <laughs> it's the next JoJo. I was like, "Finally, the market has provided me with the JoJo-shaped hole in my heart." <laughs> it's the next JoJo. <laughs> like ten years ago, my dad was. We were sitting in the back, and my dad watched watches CMT because he likes country music, and we were talking about who we thought would last like in like 10 years and i was like yeah here's the people in music that are young that i think are gonna last and i like listed some people and then he was like what do you think about taylor swift i was like no she'll be around two more years and then she'll be a songwriter for the rest of her career because she can't sing and what's and there's nothing going on <laughs> and now it's she's the empire i mean you're not wrong now about... she's darth vader she is and the we all know she is light she's the one she's true light. one true light i'm so scared of her actually <laughs> yeah, there's, there's you're scared of Donald evil. Trump winning the presidency and Taylor Swift because it all exists in the same world if you really think about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> Abs- absolutely. Or Matt, is it this Princess Diana thing of you seeing a woman in power and you thinking, who is she? How did she get there? I know, no, I mean, because I'm fully, I'm fully behind everyone else. There's nothing more I want than for Demi Lovato to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Demi's a little too... And there's nothing more than Demi Lovato wants either. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's too bad. When Demi was on <laughs> SNL, she freaking slayed. Yeah. So hard. Yeah, she was she any good. sketches? She was in a sketch. She was like an alien yeah, in a sketch, in a Tracy right? Morgan oh, sketch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jones. She was so wonderful. She's so adorable. I'm, um, I like... But you know what? I think that... Because maybe this is like sort of my fantasy of my future, but like I am pro any hot bitch in charge. I mean, you know, like everybody when they're that famous, like I feel like Beyonce, like all these like these stories that come out of Taylor Swift or whatever, Mm -hmm. or like this like subversive power that maybe she has like Beyonce has that and more but like we just decided that we like Beyonce like she's better at hiding it or like she owns it more or whatever mm-hmm. but like any I think that anybody that 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 is that powerful that prolific they are s- it's hard to be normal mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like what we think of in society is like nice yeah, when you're yeah. that huge when you're that huge Mm -hmm. and so it's like anybody who you find who isn't is that famous and they're like oh my god they're so nice they're working so 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 hard to keep to be nice to make that their image because it can't be true it can't be true the stakes are too high because you have to make tough decisions Mm -hmm. i mean i don't even think about it in terms of like women and men i just think about it in celebrities in general like i mean look at michael jackson like that like jesus christ but but that's like such a singular like crazy well, I mean, to be honest with you, like, think about the people that have gotten to that level. Like, you're, you're Michael Jackson and you're Britney Spears. And I mean, Elvis Britney is. Spears was, was fully nuts. And, I know, poor thing. you know, Mariah, she's never coming back. Well, yeah. I just think fame makes people cuckoo. And I mean, Whitney it's Houston? so hard. And you also, you know, when you're famous, you get also a lot of people around you, especially if you grew up in the business, yeah. which is mm-hmm. super hard because then you don't know anything else. 
You get so a lot of people around you that want to take advantage of you. That's Beyonce. And it makes you go, it makes you go cuckoo. Yeah. That's kind of what Beyonce was prey to. Like just her yeah. entire life just being. Like, I I guess like, uh, yeah, we, I guess we, she keeps her shit so on lock. Like you don't yeah. know if she's nuts or not, but what, what the thing who, about Beyonce, like who cares? I know. Like who cares about their personalities yeah. right, too? Right. It's like, I really like, I've never like, except for people, of course, that like, like actually commit crimes i've never like see like heard of like a bad gossip story about somebody and then thought like oh i'm not gonna listen to that music or like see that movie unless it's like a heinous moralistic thing but the ones who do have good personalities i like even more like share like share is oh i so love share yeah no movies. i mean obviously it helps yeah, yeah it helps to like them more right, right like right. i mean you had such an amazing experience with ariana you did and honey. that makes me love ariana even more i just freaking love that chick and then freaking sometimes love it. sometimes and her music is amazing it's music very is incredible and i love the new album i'm yeah. sorry oh, so oh my good. god i listened to into you last night at like three in the morning i listen to into you that is a song that won't stop for me and that yeah. whole album i'll just listen to a new song and then just be like this is now my song I'll like killer no for killer. love greedy um no at fire island they were blasting this uh just songs all night at this place called sip and troll and then it was like good music but then they played into you a remix of it and i fully felt myself i was like oh yeah and i just like was singing to it lip syncing to it just felt like i was in the fucking video it was great david's birthday they played into you and i mean i was pretty lit but i i learned the definitions of the definition of living my goddamn life to ariana into you and then she screamed in the middle of a song all of a sudden, in the middle of this, it's in the middle of the song. It's not even like a chorus, and Sudi just goes. Ah! <laughs> like she just like I was her, screaming. She lost I said control. I was screaming. Ariana, you give me life. Yes. And then they and then they went into um be all right, and I just I just about bottomed out. I mean, yeah. I was. She got that. It was full from this from, from from this side of the table. Underrated. What? What's that? I said she got bottomed out from this from side this of side the of the table. table. Um, Am I, I appropriating uh, gay culture? No, it's okay. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> You're allowed, honey. It's not ours. <laughs> it doesn't belong to us. <laughs> like RuPaul says, you know, people keep taking from us and we'll just keep giving you, mom, and we'll keep coming up with new things. That's true. Um. Oh, my God. Sometimes, I feel like no one else is like as into sometimes that, that song, her song sometimes as I am. I think it's Which one excellent. Is that? I ain't even thinking of any sometimes. I don't even think of letting go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Can I tell you what happens to me with these albums sometimes? I'll listen to one song and I love it so much. And I'll listen to that song over and over and over and over again. And then before I know it, I'm so stuck on that song. I haven't even listened to the rest of the album to the point where I don't even want to. What is that with my everything? I mean, not my everything. Dangerous Woman. Dangerous, dangerous Woman. woman. I'm, I'm feeling. I haven't listened to the rest of the album because I'm just so dangerous in, woman. The it's song? a good. I know. Uh, I've listened to Dangerous Woman. I've listened to Be All Right. I've listened to Into You. I've what is your number one? Into You. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I think when it's... they play that song in Soul Cycle, I'm like, wah, wah, wah. like that. They played Into You as like the climb song in Soul uh-huh. Cycle, my first Soul Cycle. And I was like, I'm hooked. I'm yeah. hooked. I really do want to try Soul Cycle. It's good. I need to find something that, that makes me want to work out. Soul Cycle is fun. good, but the other day I went at like, I usually go at like 8 a.m. Mm hmm. Oh, morning spin is intense. Well, because but I you always feel go great with Mo, and yeah. Mo has to go to work. And right, so right, right. I, I go, I, th- I think, okay, I'll wake up early because I ain't got shit to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, or I'll go at like the noon class or whatever. And then I went to the 7.30 class in PM? Williamsburg. Yeah, the 7.30 p.m. class. And it was like, 
um, like the PR marketing Ew. crowd had just gotten out and it was all these like super thin girls like right out of college all in pink sports bras with like their high ponies and they heard and it was like so much energy and like people were seeing people that they knew and they were like doing that thing like that you do in college and you're like oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank you. And then it was like so much energy and I was like visibly flustered by like, I was like, oh, this is everything I hate. This is everything I hate. And then I hear this girl like into my ear goes, hi, Stephanie. So nice to meet you. Uh, and I was like, get me uh, Get me uh, Oh my God. Do you usually ride with Ariel? I've never taken a class with Ariel. Really? Oh, you should. Our friend David Mazzoni. Um, his boyfriend Ariel Padilla. Here's a little plug for him. Take his class at SoulCycle. I know he does an Ariana versus the Weekend class. That's oh cool. my god! I think yeah. he does a lot of Beyonce rides too. If I'm not mistaken, he does a lot so of Beyonce good. stuff. He does Jayla's Jayla rides. Yeah. The day that I went, then we went to the Beyonce concert. I went to SoulCycle that morning, and the instructor had gone to Beyonce the night before, so she only played Beyonce in wow. SoulCycle, and I was like, <gasps> perfect. Amanda just recently took a class with Ariel and she dropped the name of a celebrity who apparently only takes class with Ariel. Ooh. And I'm going to mouth it to you guys over the mic. Okay. (gasps) Oh my God. That's huge. 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 Huge, huge, huge. And she said she's gorgeous Uh and tiny. Of course. Of course. That describes everyone famous that you see. (laughs) I remember I saw... um, Oh damn, Emma Stone! Like when I was in NYU, she was like walking down. Oh, Third she's Avenue. every time I've seen a celebrity on the street, it's not because I saw a celebrity. It's because I think, who is that strikingly beautiful person yeah, yeah, with yeah. that amazing outfit on? Right, and it was Emma Stone, and she just like freaking looked like Grace Kelly, and it was when she was blonde. She had I saw her when she was blonde too. Oh yeah. my god, yeah! And then um, my first year in NYU, I would see Marissa Tomei a lot because I think her like apartment was around my dorm. And Marissa Tomei, both times I saw her, the first time I was like, ooh, that's a cute coat. Oh, fuck, it's Marissa Tomei. And then the <laughs> second time I was like, whose boots are those? Those are good boots. And it was friggin' Marissa Tomei. The celebrities are just better dressed and better See, looking. that's not true, though, because I saw Natalie Portman in the CVS in Union Square, and she was sweats. I she well, was, God bless. Of she, course, she used no, to be a normal person. But I'm person. saying, like, they don't. Not all of them leave the okay. house. Like, I have, I, I'm going to be seen. When we were at NYU, I went to the Dwayne Reed by Tish, and it was very late at night. And I think I was like getting like garbage food or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like 11 or something. And I see this guy come in, tinier guy, with like a huge like. Dick. Orange parka <laughs> cock. Um, Huge cock dick. out. Um, this big orange parka that was zipped up almost like up to his nose. Oh my God. And then only that. like a little glasses. And it was Spike Lee. Wow. Yeah. And he walks in and he just doesn't even look around, just like shouts to the cash cashier. <laughs> Do you have three ring binders? <laughs> oh my God. At 11 goes, p.m. And he goes, like aisle four or whatever and he just goes in and i just was like looking around to be like does anybody know that spike lee but i didn't want to like That's call him out but like that happened have to you me once at, Mc- at a mcdonald have you told you guys this freshman year we were at some stupid party i think it was like the three of us were at the same party this night but then i leave and go to the 14th street mcdonald's on 6th and 14th and it's three in the morning and i'm waiting in line and the person in front of me is trying to buy is screaming 
at the McDonald's cashier and, and because there's a homeless man begging for food. And he goes, give him something. I'll buy him something. Just give him. Just like, here, I'll order three cheeseburgers for this man. And then I turn, and then he turns around and looks at me. It's Orlando Bloom. And he goes, see, these people are horrible. They won't even give this man a, a three cheeseburgers. Why do they do that? And I, and I go, um, I don't. I don't know. And I was just very, and no one was He directed naked. that comment to you? Well, good yeah, for Orlando Bloom buying that man cheeseburger. He, it was very Every, nice of him. Celebrities are he heroes. He was so drunk. So yeah, drunk, but, but celebrities no one are in, heroes. Celebrities are heroes. Yeah, but no one in the, the McDonald's day, if that's not a celebrity, a, uh, that's a drunk Bloom. dude screaming in a McDonald's yeah. telling them to do something that they're well, not supposed to do. That's why movies are magic. Because they take regular people <laughs> and they make them important. You ever seen... You ever seen someone that you really were attracted to and was a celebrity and you just like kind of followed them around? Yeah, like Orlando Bloom. Yeah, but was, oh, he, was he that hot in person? He was like, yeah, he was very good looking. Oh, let me tell you. I, you know, my number one crush is Jonathan Groff. Oh, right. And I saw him one time on the street and literally I, I saw him coming down the block and he's with a couple of friends and I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. I knew it was him coming down the street and I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I was just like, and then he he walked past me and I just like turned and watched him go all the way down the block. I was, I, just, I must have taken me 10 minutes out of my day. Wow. I was like, it's Jonathan. I have to, I just am so in love with him. Okay. What is it about him? Oh, I don't know. I think like, I I just I don't know, you know when you just know. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I just know. I mean he's so dreamy. And he is a cutie. Talented. He's a cutie. I mean I'm trying to think anyone else I've seen. Oh I saw James Franco one time outside of NYU and it was that oh, thing that's of like my dream. Yeah. I was, was so in love with him when we were in NYU. I mean yeah. I still am, but that was like the height of my obsession. Have you seen him? His body in the new movie that he's in with Brian Cranston. No. Holy shit! He looks amazing. Do him and Brian Cranston like make out? <laughs> no, but it's like it's like a no. father it's like a father and son in law thing I think. But uh-huh. also you know oh, what? why him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah, him? Yeah. You know what movie I really want to see? Am I basic for wanting to see this? Bad Moms. No, never, I can't believe looks, we didn't write that. I think it looks so. <laughs> Every funny. time I, I think it looks great, and I'm like, I think it looks great, and I like. I literally can't believe we didn't write that. Wow. I stand for Christina Applegate. Every I'm time dead. that woman has amazing timing. Yes. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> She's amazing. And, and I feel like she ha- has been like, talk about somebody who's like always been around and like Loki is like very successful and has made a lot of great movies and people don't talk about it enough. Yeah. And she is that sure. go to. Like, I feel like. When you have a movie like that, people are like, who can carry this role yes. and will nail it and is also a star? And it's Christina Applegate. Yeah. From The Sweetest Thing. <gasps> the Sweetest Thing is a good one. Also doesn't hold up, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it was not. one of my favorite but movies. Like, I just remember her from like Anchorman. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I mean, so classic. In Anchorman. So, so good in Anchorman. And then, so underused in the sequel, too. Yeah, but the sequel was, was bad. Such, it was such was bullshit. Bad. It was bad. It was like we had the money to do this, and like we got the team together for a, for a fucking week, and so we did it. Yeah, but I mean, I love Christina Applegate, and also down for Mila Kunis, super down, down for Mila. Also, super down for Kristen Bell. I'm down for all. You're just naming women. I'm just saying I'm down for them all. I'm also down for Catherine Hahn. Always down. Oh for Catherine yeah, yeah, Hahn. yeah. I love Catherine Hahn. <laughs> I know. So she's, she's the best is one part of my of favorite Brothers. movies of all time. Also, but it's so Catherine underrated. Hunt steals that movie. Oh, she absolutely does. From the moment that they they do the uh, uh, <laughs> when she talks about sweet him, child of mine and being inside of her, oh. she's like, 
and I go, but it's just your beard. (laughs) Or she goes, it's just your hair. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen Revolutionary Road? No. Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. She's in it in like a dramatic supporting role and like nails. She's like an incredible dramatic actress. Yeah, she's amazing and transparent. Oh my gosh, she's so good. Yeah. I don't think I've gotten to the point where she comes in and transparent. She's in the first season. uh, She's amazing. Um, All right, let's move on to I Don't Think So, Honey. Oh, okay. Okay, here wow. we go. Wow, has it been that long it's already? Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this been an flies hour. by. Has it and been... it's very hot in here. I just want that to be known. Sure. That I have to sit on the edge of my seat because otherwise my thighs are just going to yeah, melt I'll into this right off the lovely chair. leather wow. chair. All right. And um, it's cream leather. So, all right. So, I don't think so, honey, for our listeners at home, mm-hmm. is we get to rail against something that's happening this week, something lighthearted, and um, really go for it for one full minute. And we we have to use the phrase "I don't think so, honey," as much as possible. So we'll uh, so one of us will do this first to show Sudi how it's done. So okay. I don't have one on off the cuff, and I don't want to do the thing where I make it up as you hit the button. Yeah. So do you have one, Bowen? I mean, I'm gonna do the thing where you make it up as you hit the button. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm just not. I, I, I'm not. I'm not choosing to be mad at pop culture things this week. There's other shit that I'm mad about. Sure. That's, I guess, the way I feel about it. Um, but this is a lighthearted. It's a podcast. lighthearted show. Let's do it. All right, ready, bitch. Uh, this is I don't think so, honey. With Bone Yang. Yes. Ready, and. I don't think so, honey. People who blast their music from the other side of the fence when you're staying in the pines in Fire Island and it's Mm -hmm. basic ass top 40 shit mixed uh, like with peppered in like uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Not that I mind either of those, but like we were trying to blast like some nice cultured tunes, the new, uh, the new Blood Orange, the new Mitski, you know, these, these, these good artists that are queer adjacent and really nice and deep to listen to and just like, we're feeling that vibe and we're vibing in the house. We're relaxing. We're all like just, you know, on, on different substances, just sort of, you know, luxuriating. And meanwhile, I'm hearing Britney Spears blasting from the other house. And it's just, it's, it's an assault after a certain point. And these people were very unfriendly. They invited us to come over to their house for a party. And then we uh, swiftly went uh, and took them up on that the next night. And then they said, please go away. Who are you? We don't remember <gasps> talking to you. So I don't think so, honey. Mean gays on Fire Island in the Pines. And that's one minute. And that's one minute. Okay. Ooh. You know, um... I'm ready to go. Great. Here we go. I don't think so, honey. That last, I don't think so, honey. Okay. That was bullshit. Who the fuck is Mitski? <laughs> I, I don't think so, honey. The cultural elite, the gay cultural elite that come in with this new music that isn't music. I don't know. It just sounds like synth to me. Fuck you. If I'm going to listen to Britney Spears, I'm going to do it. Womanizer, huh. I'm going to listen to her all the doodah day. And I don't need all you young queers coming in here who don't know your history, who don't know what happened at Stonewall, who don't understand. I was on the front lines. It was me, RuPaul, and Harvey Milk. And we were all there. And we were listening to Britney Spears in front of Stonewall. And for you to come in here with your fucking Speedos and your attitude and your grinder and your hookup apps and your culture is disgusting. I don't think so, honey. And you know what? I'm going to take it real down. Because I have five more seconds and I would say, I don't think so, bitch. Oh, my God. That was, you were conflating a lot of things in that, Matt Rogers. You do not come after me in an I don't think so, honey, bitch. See, I guess it's your turn. <laughs>
I could come after you morning, do da day, night. <laughs> you gotta stop it with the do da days. You don't tell you don't police me. She served it chitty chitty bang bang realness yes. on the do da day. Also, can I tell you hey, one thing? Ho. I don't like those who police others in any way. Also, and this is just one thing I want to say before Studi goes. I understand. Like we're all very we're all feeling a lot of feelings. Don't tell people how to use their Facebooks. Don't. Don't get on Facebook and say, how come it's business as usual for you? Like, people are going to go through this in their own way. People are going through everything in their own way. Just shut the fuck up. If you're, you're using your energy telling people how to grieve, how to like feel the loss of like, even if it's a celebrity, when a celebrity dies, don't fucking shade people for posting a picture of them. Fuck you. You're dumb. So that was a I and that was a real that was a real I don't think that was that was a real ass. But Matt, one. would you say you're policing the policers? Yeah, well, I feel fine about that. Okay. I feel it's fine about that. His goddamn podcast. It's my podcast. I'm just going to say I don't need like you guys like <laughs> like telling me like I'm telling you. Like who, I'm saying it. Who gave I'm telling you? you. <laughs> no, not you guys. It. I'm just saying who made you the authority on what's okay sure, to post sure, on sure. Facebook? You fucking unfollow people then. Mm. I what? do. Oh my god, wait. Okay, this just makes me so mad. This just made me think that maybe I should change my I don't think so, honey. All right, okay, re- okay. I want to get as real as you want. Go okay. now. I don't think so, honey. Dudes with lame ass puns on their Twitter Ooh. with lots of fucking retweets and faves. Cause all Fire. your basic comedians <laughs> with your fucking, let me tell you the observation beside a pun, behind a pun. Okay. Oh, some words sound like other words. The only puns I like are the ones that Sam Reese posts because she's my friend. Okay. All you lame ass fucking pun tweeters and all y'all lame ass fucking pun tweeters are retweeting everybody else's so you're just feeding the basicness read a fucking book read a news article or think of a fucking original thought and it makes me fucking pissed off it makes me so mad when i see it on twitter and it makes me just go oh so i unfollow and i've unfollowed a lot recently and if i don't follow you then you gotta look up if you got a lame ass pun tweet because it makes me mad it's basicness it's lazy and i unfollow you because it makes me raged sam reese shout out to her I want honestly names that's incredible and i don't also caveat to that i don't like an ironic pun yeah, no. sure. I don't sure. like it either. Like, oh, I'm making a dad joke, and I know it's bad. Like, get out. Well, then why post? I my think post. of bad shit all the time, but I don't think it's funny because it's bad. Yeah. Get out. Get out. I mean, I feel like, yeah, that's not good. The pun no. thing has become out of I control. Hate, I hate. Also, I hate. Like, I hate. Now you know it's like a spiteful thing because everyone knows they hate the puns. No, and but also, they don't. They don't because oof. first of all, a lot of people don't recognize it as a pun. I feel like they like think of it as just like some like clever de dumb and like. There are certain people with a lot of followers. Oh, and yeah, that's I know. Their whole I know who you're talking about. Feed. Honey. There's a couple. I wanted. I almost want you to name names, but I think I already absolutely no, no, never no, will not. Do not. Do not. Because do that. I just unfollow. Because that's it. Because I'm not going to call. I'm not going to call specific people out. I'm going to call out the trend, and I just unfollow. And you unf- you're say, already doing I something. I say no actionable. thanks. I yeah. say no thanks to that, and then I follow another Jezebel writer because they are doing the good. They're work. doing the good work. All I right. just bought Lindy West's book Shrill. For two fifty outside on my way in here, wow. and I was so excited to buy it for two fifty. But then I thought, 
it just came out. Why is it on sale for two fifty? Yeah. And that's a microaggression. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope Joanna Rothkop writes a book soon. Oh, she would be dope. They're she, all dope. They're I all love great. Them. Um, all right, let's move on uh, to culture of the week. This is our culture of the week. This is where we um, take something that we feel like is doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you know, I have a lot of news. Okay, so why don't you why don't you start this one out? So the culture of the week this week goes to Frozen Ever After, mm. the new flume ride that opened at Epcot uh-huh, in Walt uh-huh. Disney World. It replaced the Maelstrom attraction that used to stand in the Norway Pavilion. Now, Norway as a country, as a nation, is upset because they feel like they got a little duped by Disney mm. um, because here was a pavilion that celebrated Norway that's, we were there. We that were there. celebrated, you know, the culture that really... Well, Scandinavian Scandinavian culture. culture yeah. And also did a lot for tourism. And they say that because they've replaced it with Frozen, that kind of takes it away from them. But, you know, it was up to the government of Norway to pay to keep it for what it was. Mm. Because Disney approached them and said, okay, so you can either put a lot more money into this or we're going to make it a frozen thing. And the Norway government was like, nah, no thanks. Because the Norway government was like, we're going to spend that on healthcare for our people, yeah, not yeah, yeah. ride in another country. <laughs> so what I say is um, <laughs> down with Norway. Fuck them. Because what's, what's important is frozen. Okay. And this new attraction has Elsa... Mm. singing let it go yes and you take a boat ride past her and she sends you backwards Mm. in the ride and you slide down into the frozen world wow and it's amazing to see recreation yeah and i don't it's magical and you know what i feel like what's important in our world (laughs) is that everyone learns about frozen yeah and not that people learn about norway's culture Mm. so the culture of the week goes to disney for really prioritizing what's important. Wow. Really maintaining the world showcase aspect of Epcot and keeping it tight because the countries are Mexico, United States, United Kingdom, <laughs> Canada, Italy, Morocco, and Frozen. China. Don't forget China and, and Japan. Oh, uh, what? China and Japan. I, I'm not familiar. Erasure. This is erasure. <laughs> Um, wow. That's What's a, your culture of the week, Bowen? My culture of the week uh, has got to be um, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves ride in the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Um, just, you know, it's it's the perfect ride for anyone who's too afraid to get on Big Thunder Mountain. Um, perfect ride for someone who wants the atmosphere of Big Thunder Mountain without the um, gravitational uh, perturb, uh, you know, perturbation. Speak on the animatronics. So the animatronics. Wow. So you are uh, the 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 conceit of this ride is that you are in a mine cart in the mine uh, that the seven dwarves uh, are, are working in, and so um, as you ride through the mine, you see. You travel through this world. It's so... Uh, Do you feel like they're real? I feel like they're real. Oh, you go into this mine and then they have the dwarves there. Um, but instead of like moving animatronics, they have LED screen faces that have different emotions projected onto them. Yes, I've done it. I just Very want to make sure modern. that everyone at home realizes that it really feels real. It feels so real. The animation is top notch. For a movie that's, you know, almost 80 years old. So anyway, you loop around and then at the end of the ride as you're being sort of, you know, docked or on the bay or whatever, um, you see the house of Snow White yes. and the Seven Dwarves yes. and you see Snow White dancing yes. with some of the dwarves. Yeah, it's so funny. Why? <laughs> to watch her dance. Yes. 
a laugh right, and then you see the witch yes. peeking inside the house. And you know she's up to no good. She's up to no good, Mama. And she looks very real. In fact, maybe some of the animatronics in that ride are, are, more, are more real than some people that we know. How about that? <laughs> and that is my culture of the week, honey. Sudi, what's your culture of the week? Well, my culture of the week um, is actually, you know, has to do with Brexit. Um, because um, in Disney World, there is a ride that is teacups. Yes. yes. And we all yes. know. Um, you Thrilling know, the, staple of British mm-hmm. life. Absolutely. And we all know the history behind, you know, the British tea industry, mm-hmm. um, you know, colonization we and whatnot. And what you really get to think about when you're in this um teacup ride that's actually has to do with Alice in Wonderland Mm -hmm. is you get to spin and spin and spin Mm -hmm. but you're controlling the spinning right which is actually kind of like a metaphor right for the fact that globalization and colonization you can control how fast you spin but no matter what Mm -hmm. you're Mm. gonna spin yeah okay because that colonization and globalization you know they're one and one and people think that we live in a post-colonial world but we actually don't don't. and so i would like to thank disney Mm. and the walt disney corporation yes for bringing that lesson to young children and also for uh bringing about the fun of of spinning teacups and alice in wonderland because it's a wonderful movie right now would you say that um even for young children mm-hmm. when they see the teacup spin that they could uh-huh. uh, they could like equate that to the well, world I was will in keep disney, spinning i was in disney world yesterday wow right. and um I, I heard a little a little girl mm-hmm. say mommy mommy i want to ride the brexit ride Wow, and wow. she took her to the teacups. The mother ride. knew what she was talking about. The mother knew what she was talking about. The daughter knew what she was talking about. And everybody voted for voted leave. Voted, voted, to, voted leave. to leave the European Union. Right. Um anyone who voted remain does not belong in that ride. Right. It's all about, you know They belong in it's a small world. It's all about yes. getting educated and then you make your decision. Thank you, Disney. It's yeah. a small world is also a sham because listen, it's a big world. You it's know. a small world thanks to McDonald's. Well, that about does it for this episode of Las Culturistas, Mama. Las Culturistas. <laughs> well, you know, we've had Sudi Green on the show, and what a thrill it's been. What a thrill. I mean, I feel like we've all, you know, gotten to know each other even better if that's possible. I didn't think it was, but I agree. Who here has seen each other's dick or, or vagina? No, I don't, I've not seen. I've seen Sudi's breasts. I've seen Sudi's breasts. Sudi may have seen my dick outline imprinted. I think Sudi's seen my penis. I've, I don't think I've seen either of your penises. Well. I've touched them. Next time. You've I've, touched them Because I liked when you're wearing soft shorts. I just like to give it a tap tap. I'm wearing soft shorts right now. Yeah, everybody's seen my breasts. <laughs> I, I texted Betsy Kenny a super close-up picture of my nipple the other day, asking her if she was in town. Can I tell you one of my f- very first <laughs> Snapchat moments was you sending me a Snapchat of your boob, and I screenshotted it, and then I didn't know that Snapchat did this, but then it notified you that I screenshotted it. And I got mad at him. And I was mortified. I go, oh, no. Do you think that if you took a, a, a Snapshot of your nipple, that it would the Facebook would do the thing where it said, Sooty Green, <laughs> Soupy Soupy? Uh, like boob recognition? I think that if there is any justice in this world, <laughs> my breasts would be my face. So, yes. Words That's to, a really nice way to end, I yeah. think. Sudi, where can people follow you on social? Um, they can follow me at, at Fat Jasmine. 
With how many vowels? I think it's like three E's. Okay. I don't know. Fa- regular Fat Jasmine was taken, and I was like, you that gotta sucks. be kidding me. By some asshole. And the picture is a literal chubby Jasmine, oh, and I'm just right. like, it's so first thought. Thank you, Disney. Sudi Green, at Sudi Green on Instagram. At Sudi Green on Instagram. Yeah. Love That's it. it, baby. And um, what's our merch for this episode? Our merch for this episode. Ooh, there's so much to choose from, isn't there? Matt, I think, what do you think, I think our merch is... Um, we didn't make up any rules this episode. We're all... We're, we're gonna, the three of us are going to co-write a three-page memoir. Called mm-hmm. Bad Moms. Called <laughs> two. Bad Moms, bad moms <laughs> Two. It's going to be half memoir, half sequel to Bad Moms. I love starring it. Starring us as Kristen Bell, Christina Applegate, and Mila Kunis. And off the air, we're about to argue about who's who. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. Thank you. This Bye. Last Cold Races podcast. I'm Matt Rogers. I'm Bowen Yang. Thank Bye. you, Forever Dog. Bye. Bye. I bet you five dollars will kill you, this has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.